We are continuing in our series uh, that is anchored in truth. And uh, at the beginning of the year, when I was putting together the uh, sermon schedule, uh, the Lord dropped in my spirit. It actually, uh, we do it October, November of 21, the Lord dropped my spirit and he said, I want Vonda Coble to speak uh, in this series. And so uh, I went to her and I said, would you do this? Now, the Lord already told me that she was supposed to. I just needed him to tell her. But I'm so glad about Vonda. Vonda hears from the Lord. Do you agree? And uh, so she's here to, to, uh, to deliver God's word to us and our hearts are going to be ready. Would you guys welcome Vonda Coble? Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand for the word today. Is that good? Is that okay with you? Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. We are going to be reading today from John 8, 31 through 47. So go ahead and prepare yourselves. Okay. Is that all right? All right, I'm going to turn around so that I can read this with big letters, and I'm sure you all going to do the same. All right, here we go. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the father's presence and you are doing what you have heard from your father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me. A man has told that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the works of your own father. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own, but God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, 
for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God, here's what God says. The reason you don't you do not belong to God. Dear Heavenly Father, be with us this morning. Show yourself strong to us this morning. Let us hear your truth. Let us hear what you have to say for this season. Dear Lord, I thank you for allowing me to be simply a vessel of your truth. Pour to your people exactly what you want them to hear. Today, let it marinate in their hearts. Open up our eyes to see what you have for us to see. Open up our ears to hear what you have to say. And make our hearts pliable, mushable, so that we may be able to lean and learn and love and choose you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, since we're talking about truth, I got to tell you a true story. It's a true story. It happened. Okay. Um, I would say to my own self, welcome home. I used to attend here. It was the good old Smyrna assembly back in the day. And 2002 was when the Lord brought my family here. And uh, I used to be on the praise team. Love to be on the praise team with Pastor Wayne. And Pastor Wayne would take us to Pittsburgh. Okay to see uh, Bishop Garlington, love Bishop Garlington, okay? And um, we would go there and it would be sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon. And I tell you, it was exhausting. Um, It would be emotionally draining, uh, physically draining, spiritually draining, but we loved every bit of it, okay? So I'm gonna tell you about this one Sunday. This one Sunday, well, Actually, excuse me, I don't know if it was Sunday. I don't really know what day it was. I just remember I was on the front row, okay? And my friend happened to be standing right beside me. You'll find out who that person was a little later. (laughs) Was standing right here. And I don't know about you all, like this morning when you're in worship, you know, sometimes in worship, if you will avail yourself to the Holy Spirit and listen to the words that you're saying, your flesh will react. So you could start here and you're just worshiping and worshiping. Well, as I'm listening to the words I'm saying, allowing myself to be availed to the Lord, I began to bend over, okay? And, and, and kept praising, kept worshiping. And then I, I, I just ended up like this, okay? And of course, I'm in a whole nother place because I'm worshiping the Lord, okay? I'm paying attention to how great he is and how small my circumstance is. When I started, I started up here, you know, praising him, and I was thinking about how awful my life was and, you know, you know, the regular stuff. But then I ended up like this because I had gotten myself now close to him and who he is, right? And I'm no longer paying attention to me and all the mess that's going on in Vonda's life and what she's doing and what she's not doing and how people treating her. I'm only focused on him, okay? And so I'm just here worshiping him, worshiping him. I'm on the front row, people. I need you to see this, okay? I'm on the front row. 
and I'm just worshiping him, and I don't know if the song ended. I don't know what happened, but I began to come up, okay? Now, remember, I was swaying, okay? You got to see this. I was swaying. I was swaying, and then I came up, and when I came up, something interesting happened. When I came up, I felt something liquidy and slimy, and it went like this. Yeah, I know. Now listen, I'm going to give it to you how it happened fast, and then I'm going to tell you in slow motion. It happened fast like this, okay? I looked at the person beside me, and the person beside me looked at me, but I'm going to tell you what happened in slow motion, okay? When I came up and I felt it, I thought, oh, Jesus, oh, God, what was that? (laughs) Oh, Lord, Jesus, what was that? That was very long. Lord, please tell me nobody was looking. Oh, God. Oh. And when I looked at the person, the person just did this. Okay. So that let me know. Oh, yeah, this person's been watching me. This person knows, and they handed me tissue. This person knows what has just happened. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's your good old pastor, Kevin O'Day. And I, I mean your pastor. You see how I said that? You know when your children are acting wrong, they say, your child, your, you know, your pastor, okay? Because after that incident, we had a conversation about it because it's your pastor, okay? And I said, Kevin, what were you thinking? He said, Vonda, I was like this. I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I help her? Should I wipe it off? What do I do? Because it was just going, right? He made it so well for me. This is what I want to tell you this morning. I told you that story, not because I wanted you to laugh, because please understand, I haven't told that story to anybody. Just he and I know it. But the Lord told me to tell you that story this morning because when I was in worship, I was in a different place, a different thought process. But when the slime hit me, it sobered me up, okay, right? And so when truth hits you, sometimes it's going to sober you up. But I need you to know that when you look, you have somebody who loves you. Now, Kevin O'Day loves me, but I have a father who loves me even more, and so do you. And when your father loves you, and he gives you the tissue and says, yeah, I've been watching you the whole time, all you have to do is receive it. Okay? Remember that. Remember that. All right. Let's get started. First of all, let me tell you this. I got a little seat up here, and part of the reason why I have a seat up here, I'm going to see how this goes, because I don't know. You know me. I'm a walker. But I have a lot of reading to do. Why? Because I have been challenged with (laughs) the the task of giving you the truth, not Vonda's opinion. Well, the truth has to come from the word. Okay, so we're going to be doing a lot of reading today. So I'm just going to tell you, because the Lord has called me to this series, please, if you don't have your Bible, you need to bring it, okay? Now listen, I'm going to allow you to get on your cell phones, because you may not have your Bible, but you need to get on something, okay? Because you need to be seeing what the Lord is saying to you. And if you, for some reason, don't have your Bible, grab a sheet of paper. And every scripture that I say, write down the scripture so you can go home and read it for yourself. I love Spring House. Have always, will always. But if you go on with your life believing everything that comes from here, 
you got another thing you need to be thinking about. You need to go home and you need to read the word for yourself to make sure that the truth is the truth and then allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you in your life. Okay. All right. All right. With that being said, here we go. All right. Um, okay. All right. I got my notes here and I'm trying to do my best because I want to make sure I'm giving you the what? The truth. I have a question for you today. As we read, who is your father? That's going to be the question that you will hear over and over and over again. Now, I don't want you to be afraid and, and think like, well, you know, I'm a Christian. You know, I, I, I get it. I understand. But sometimes we choose fathers in our lives depending on what the circumstance is. Okay. So we're going to go in a little deeper with that. All right. Here we go. I want to also let you all know, and the Lord is going to help me. He truly is. Because what I believe the Lord has for you today is very um, tender in my heart, I guess. And when the Lord showed it to me, it was like, I got to tell the world. Now, it's not like I'm getting ready to give you revelation. I would never say anything like that. It may be for you in your life, which is wonderful. But I am a teacher at heart. And Pastor Barbara used to always say, you do know, you will always know if you're a teacher when you get information, all you want to do is tell it. Do you remember you used to say that all the time? I thought, oh Jesus, that would be me. <laughs> so I have information I want to give you. I'm also a child's advocate. Very seldom will you see Vonda Coble sitting around where a child is being abused for any type of reason, any. I'm going to stand up and say, no, 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 not here. And so I have become a little older in life because that's what happens, people. Age happens, okay? Not to say at all that you all are my children, but I have a love for you because we are human beings, number one. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. And so I'm going to be an advocate and say, no, 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 no. Let's pay attention to this. So that's what we're going to do this morning. All right, let's go back into John. Everybody got your Bibles? You can lean on somebody. It's perfectly fine. John 8, 31. If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. All right, you all also know I'm a kind of a breakdown girl. I like to break down things. See, this chair is not even going to work. I have it here and I'm putting my Bible on it. Anyway, I am a breakdown kind of a girl. Hold on to my teachings. Hold on or hold means to possess or ownership of and have at one's disposal. So God is saying to hold on to my what? Talk to me, talk to me. Hold on to my what? Teaching. teaching. All right, so this means we have to possess his teaching. We have to have ownership of his teaching, right? And we'll be his disciples, correct? Then the next word is then. Now you all know I'm a teacher at heart. Then is a positional word. First, next, last, then, right? Right, okay. So we're gonna hold to his teaching, we'll be his disciples, then. What does it say? Then you will know the truth, okay? So that's a position. Then you will know. I like the word know because it says here, know. We'll know the truth. That means the truth is knowable, people. It, it, we have access to it. You will know the truth. Then it says, and. And is a joining word, okay? So we have position. Then we have, and the truth will set you free. Now, set is a place 
oneself, to place oneself in a position. So what we're going to do, we're going to hold to his what? We're going to hold to his teaching. We're going to hold to his word, right? And we'll be disciples. Then we will what? Know the truth. And the truth is going to do what? It's going to put us in a position for freedom, right? All right, here we go. So Jesus said to the Jews in 41, you are doing the works of your own father. And what did the Jews do? They protested against it, didn't want to hear it, and were pretty much in denial, right? Um, I don't know if you all were here last Sunday. I love comedy, okay, that's just the bottom line, okay? I also love drama, I have said it, and that is why I also love the Bible. Because there's drama, there's comedy, everything is in here, y'all. I don't know if y'all know this, it's in here. So I happened to be at the six o'clock service, and Pastor O'Day was talking about how the Abraham, how the Jews said, we're Abraham's descendants, we've never been slaves. Now, if you were in the, in the six o'clock service, all of a sudden, it hit me. Wait, 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 what? Wait, hold on. We, we're talking about the Jewish people who were slaves for like 40, 400 years, right? Are these the same Abraham descendants? Y'all, I almost, I had to contain myself because I could not come away from that. And I thought, Lord, if that ain't nothing like us, we ain't never been slaves. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there's a whole book about you exiting. I'm so sorry. You talk about denial. Now, in the whole week at school, that's all we were saying at school. I don't know what you're talking about. We ain't never been slaves. We ain't never been slaves. I'm so sorry. One day I'm going to do a stand-up comedy about the Bible. Will y'all buy the ticket? Anyway, here we go. Keep going. Let's keep going. That's who we are. We deny things that we don't like, right? We, and I say we, let me tell you why I say we. Because let's look a little further. It says here, uh, to the Jews who had believed him. Y'all do know that's us. That's us. Now, we're not the Jewish people, but don't we believe in Jesus? Now, now see, again, we just overlooked that. It says, to the Jews who believed him, that's us. We get in denial. We ain't never been slaves right? Let's keep going. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding the truth for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me, with an exclamation mark. Okay, side note, I don't know, y'all know everybody knows that Jesus loves the people, but you gotta be careful, because people will paint Jesus as this, but if you read the word, please read the word. One day, just count all the punctuations in red. Just do it for the fun of it. You're going to see a bunch of question marks. Why? Because the Lord wants people to think. Yes. 
You're going to see a whole bunch of exclamation marks, and he's not saying it like this. So I'm going to read that again where it had an exclamation mark. It says, yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. He didn't say, because I do not tell the truth, you do not believe me. I'm just saying, people. Let's keep going. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Ooh, ouch, ouch, ouch. Let's look a little deeper, okay? You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning not holding the truth, for there is no truth in him. Well, you all know, I like words, I like all kinds of things, but let me tell you what I also like. I like to go to the origin of things, to the beginning of things. If you ever wanna know the purpose of something, you should always go to the creator that created it. So you should always go to the beginning if you have questions about things. So where are we going? You got it, Genesis, let's hit it. We're going all the way to the beginning, if you would. While you're going, I'm going to ask you, who is your father? Genesis 1. Let's hit it. All the way to the beginning. Um, don't worry, it's the first book in the Bible. <laughs> You'll find it. Here we go. Genesis 1, 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Push pause. Y'all know I'm a teacher. I can't help but be a teacher. I saw an S on one of those nouns. What S did you see that noun on? Heavens. Heavens. There's more than one. Heavens. And the earth. One earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of the God was hovering over the waters. Now, interesting. Interesting. One earth. It says, a vast galaxy we live in is spinning at the incredible speed of 490 miles per hour. But even at this breakneck, breakneck speed, our galaxy still needs 2 million, 200 million years to make one rotation. Right? So often we forget who God really is. We put him in such a small little box because our little problems are so big, but they're really not. That's the earth. I ain't said nothing about the heavens. That's the earth. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. Now, darkness, it's a question mark I have. Why would there be darkness? Where does darkness come from? Everybody in here, we know that God is what? Good, and every time God is around, what is there? But there was darkness on the earth. Interesting. Things will make you say, hmm. Right? Okay, sorry. Just wanted to see how old everybody was. Let's go to Isaiah. Here we go. We're moving to Isaiah 14, if you would. Isaiah 14 is kind of in the middle. You're more than welcome to get yourself some little tabs. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with a tab that gets you closer to the Lord's or quicker to the Lord's word. I have tabs, you all, just in case you wanted to know. Anyway, here we go. Isaiah 14, 12 through 14. 
How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations, you've said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assemblies, on the utmost heights of sacred mountains. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Now, in the content or context of that information, they were talking about Nebuchadnezzar. And guess what? They could have been talking about Nebuchadnezzar. I doubt that, though, because of specific words that are being said, which moves me to Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel is just a little further than Isaiah. We're going to go to Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 28, 12 through 18. Now listen to this. This is what the sovereign Lord says. You heard, or excuse me, pardon me, you were the model of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, push pause. Where? Eden. Eden. Where else have we heard about Eden? Talk to me, what was that? All right, so we have Eden here, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned to you, ruby, topaz, emerald, and I'm skipping some other stones because I don't know how to pronounce them and I don't want to embarrass myself, and turquoise. Okay. <laughs> you like that? Your settings and mountains and mountains were made of gold. On that day, you were created. Push pause. What was that? Created. Okay. Created. And, excuse me, there's no and, they were prepared. You were anointed as the guardian cherub. For so I ordained you. You were the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways. From the day you were created till wickedness found or was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God and I expelled you, guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty and, your, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. Who is your father? Going back to Genesis, the darkness was because the devil was kicked out, correct? And to the garden. So let's look at some truths right here. God was not created. True? Do we agree? Lord knows I hope we do. He was not created. 
There's nothing that created him, yet he created everything else, yes? God created angels. One of those angels decided to be independent, made a choice to be independent. I am going to be like the Most High. I am going to sit on the throne. He chose his dependency because of the beauty that he had, because of everything that he was wrapped in. He decided, you know what, creator, I don't actually need you. Now, interesting enough, he deceived one third of the other angels to follow him. Now that's interesting. God kicked him out. I'm so glad my shoe did not come off. I was thinking to myself, oh God, that may not have been a good choice. But one third followed. There had to have been some deception, correct? Right? There had to have been something that caused them to say, well, I know that I was created as well, but I'm going to go with you. Interesting. Let's keep going. Because God in his infinite being, when this happened, he knew there was going to be a problem. Yes. He put the devils out. Everyone was kicked out to earth. The devil decided, oh, I'm so sorry. I already did that. Then, then in Genesis, when you continue, God created the earth. Yeah. We know the story. If you don't know the story, you have a Bible. Go get yourself one. If you don't, you can go to the library and get a Bible. Find out the days of the creation. And then poof, pal, he created us. So he created the angels already. Yes? Do we agree? Okay. One angel fell and others followed. Yes, we agree. And then we were created. Do we all agree upon that? I have some bad news. I like to come with good news, but I have bad news. From the moment we have been created, Satan, who was kicked out, has been working diligently to pull us away from God. You see, God created us out of love. He gave the angels a choice. Yes, and they made their choice. Then God created us, and we have been making our choice as well. But I need you to know something. There is a very real war going on as I speak even. And the war is about you. It's about you. And you actually have this wonderful thing called choice. And you get to choose who your father will be. You see, anytime we come with our opinions, what we feel, how, or, or this is my favorite, my truth. We are stepping into a form of independency. If you don't 
Remember, anything that I say today, what I need you to know is you were created dependent. I get emotional because it bothers me. It's almost like we can be puppets if you're not careful. We are all slaves <laughs> if you've sinned. But you get to choose a father because there are two fathers. There's one creator, don't get it twisted. One creator, but there's two fathers and you get to choose which father you choose to listen to. But unfortunately, one of the fathers is very crafty, very crafty, and you need to know this because he comes with lies. His native tongue is a lie. It's a lie. And very often we spend time listening to this father and making decisions and you're walking in a lie. You see, what took the enemy was pride. This is why the Lord says that we should be humble. I ask God, make me like a toddler. Have you seen toddlers, y'all? What do they do all the time? They fall. They fall, they fall, they fall. If I brought a toddler right here and asked him to run from that side to that side, he'd trip and fall. And do you know what he would do? Get right back up right? Because no bones are broken. But you take a tall girl like me with some long legs. If I fall in the wrong place, there might be some cracking going on. So I say, Lord, keep me like a toddler. Keep me low to the ground. So when I fall, cause I will fall, I can get right back up. But when you pride yourself, when you begin to put yourself in places, if you're not careful, when you fall, you might break a bone. Now, you could get a cast. It could heal. But please know, all of us are watching. Okay, I'm sorry. Independence can be an enemy. You were created to be dependent upon your creator. Now, please know this. Some human beings have creators and some human beings have their father. You have to choose to be a descendant of Abraham. You can choose that. If not, your father is the devil. And unfortunately, your father don't care nothing about you. I'm so sorry. He does not care about you at all, but he will tell you that your heavenly father doesn't care about you. When you get in that situation that seems hard, he will say to you, Vonda, God don't care nothing about you. you. You've been in this situation for a long time. God don't care nothing about you. God is not concerned about this situation. Vonda, God is way too busy to be thinking about this. And it is up to me to say, devil, you a lie. You are a liar. That is not true. 
That is not true at all. He sent his son. The word says that God so loved the world that he gave his son. That's not true. God does care about me. Now, I don't know what's happening in this situation. But I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. God created us out of love. He created us to be dependent with an option to choose him. We get to choose. And we, now this is great, because remember, we have a creator. He created the angels. He created us. You see this? You see this position? You see the position? We, we don't have power over the enemies. Please understand that. That is why the Lord, there was three-fourths that stayed with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And guess what? They help us. They're called angels. If you don't believe in angels, Please read, people, read, read. They are there to protect us. They're there with us. Everything that happens to us goes through God. You don't believe me? Read Job. It's all there. We must hold to his what? His teaching. That means we got to have ownership to it, correct? Okay. What happens next? Talk to me. Okay, we become his disciples, and then what? We know the truth, because the truth is knowable. Yes? Okay? And what happens? We are set in a position for freedom. Worship team, you can come on out. My question to you is, who is your father? I'm not talking about all the time. I'm not talking about... In every situation. I'm talking about those situations. You remember those pop quiz? Yeah. The pop quizzes? <laughs> those situations. Who are you listening to? He's very crafty, Satan is. He pulled Eve and Adam down. And so we have this fallen world. But there are many heavens that were created for us right? That we have an opportunity to go to. My question to you is, who is your father? Who are you listening to? Are you listening to lies and then walking in them? Or are you listening to the truth? The only way for you to hear the truth, you guys can start playing. You're good. I'm ready whenever you are, is if you're reading the word. This is where it starts. It starts right here. Who is your father? If you want freedom like I want freedom, yes, then we've got to be listening to the word so that we can be in a position so that we can be set free. If you would stand with us, please.